Well, another day, locusts and wild honey. Why are locusts always so crunchy? Oh, you know, I never thought about this. What if we take the locusts and we dip them in the honey? That could be good. Honey-dipped locusts. That sounds like a Hanukkah treat. Oh, that's right. Hanukkah hasn't happened yet. Has it? No. Yes. Yes. You people are talking to me. Yes. Well, I'm really glad that I put on my robe today because normally I just wear a loincloth with a leather belt. And I don't think y'all were ready for that. You know, in Israel, we say y'all a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you didn't figure it out already, my name's John, and baptizing's my game. You know, I was trained, I was trained to be a priest in a place like this, like a beautiful, wonderful place, but something called to me, something said that, that there was a word that I had to bring that was, that was different, because what I saw What I saw the priests doing for the people and what the people were doing was that the the people were just going through the motions and they just, you know, it was sort of like a den of snakes, a brood of vipers, and there was a fire coming. You ever seen snakes? When the fire comes to the den, they flee like the wrath of God is about to come. You brood of vipers. Who told you to flee from the wrath of God? You come down here to me, I told them that. You come down here to this river to be baptized, but the baptism isn't the thing that you need. You need to do the opposite game. I was listening earlier, by the way. Good job. Like that opposite game. You need to turn around. Do the opposite of what you've been doing because what you've been doing is you've, you've just been acting like your lineage or your money or your prestige or your education or, or whatever it is that you are gets you an excuse from actually seeing the people around you. You see, there's one who is coming. People have asked me if I'm the one that's coming, but I'm already here. It's like, it's impossible. I can't be the one who's coming if I'm already here. Isn't that an interesting thing? Are you the one who's to come? No, I'm already here, people. Okay, you see me? Like, I'm right here. Who warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? Turn around and do the opposite of what you've been doing because you think that you're fulfilling the law of God, but what you're doing is you're desecrating the law of God. You've missed the point. And so now you come. I remember back to that day, those days, 
And people would come to me, you know, people, people doing their jobs in the way that they would do them, right? I mean, in that day, the, our tax collectors, I mean, you have tax collectors today, but it's a, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. Tax collectors then, it was a despicable, horrible job, mostly taken by my brothers and the expectation was because you were despised, you could sort of do whatever you wanted to, so they just took money, more money than they were supposed to from the people. They just would make up stuff. Because no one really knew what was going on. You know, it, just, it wasn't as accurate as Facebook news or something. Well, it was probably actually more accurate than Facebook news, but we're not going to go there. But they took more, and so they came and said, well, what should we do? What are we supposed to do in order to turn our lives around? Just do your job. Don't take more than what you need or what you're supposed to take. How about that? That's a start. Regular people came to me and said, well, what are we supposed to do? Well, if you've got enough, How about you share with somebody who doesn't? Novel concept. I think it's in the scriptures that I studied when I was being trained to be a priest. How about also you don't covet what other people have? You don't want what they have, and then so you try to do things so that you can get what they have, and then you have so much that you forget that somebody doesn't even have enough. How about that? And soldiers at that time, well, soldiers could sort of do whatever they wanted to. They were paid a wage, but... They could just come in and take over your house. They could take your food. They could take your animals. They could just commandeer things. And so I said to them, be satisfied with your wages. Don't extort people. As she said before, don't scare the people that you're supposed to protect. How about that as a novel concept? And then I really would get after him. The one who is coming after me, this one that you're asking about, asking if I am, his winnowing fork is in his hand. He's not just going to baptize with water. He's going to baptize with fire. Things are about to change the time that we've been talking about and longing for for so long. The end of days is coming and God is going to set things right and God is looking at us. Those who have been given this word from God, God's covenant people, to be the ones whose actions marry up with the word that we've been given. And this one who is to come is going to show us this new way But the path has been worn well before us. I mean, Moses went up the mountain and got the Ten Commandments and brought them to us. And what have we done? We've basically adhered to the law, but disregarded our neighbor. We've adhered to the law, but have 
blasphemed God. And so I know in this church that you call the Christian church, I don't understand what all that means, but I think it has something to do with Christ, which is not a Hebrew word. We talk about the Messiah, which means the anointed one. But in this Christian church, you trot me out every year. Roll me up and dust me off, you know, and put my hair up and, you know, make me look crazy because I like locusts and wild honey dipped, warmed up. If I have a fire, it's good. And then you just disregard the word that I'm bringing you. Which actually was probably more closely synthesized in a guy that came after me. And a guy that came after him, Paul, who wrote in Romans that all of these commandments, at least six of them anyway, can be summed up with one phrase. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so I'm going to go back wherever you put me for another year. But why not make this year the year where your actions and your heart get married up together? Because Christ has given you a new heart and a new life and a gospel of good news so that all might know that they are loved and that all might have enough. See you next year.